Hello gamers, today we are going to be looking at all the Nintendo handheld consoles and you may have noticed on my channel that I switched my channel name from Retro Gaming to Gamers Gadgets and that was only because Retro Gaming was kind of common and you know if you searched up Retro Gaming you would get like 5 other channels. So I tried to make it more specific with Gamers Gadgets, and I hope you like the change. Now first, we're going to talk about the Nintendo Game & Watch, which was released before the great video game crash, which we actually talked more about last episode. So if you didn't see it and you want to know, go check out last episode, which is all about Nintendo home consoles. Now handheld consoles, for some people who don't know, are basically consoles that don't connect to TVs, and you kind of just play on in your hands, holding it. Hence the name, handheld. And the Nintendo Game & Watch was inspired because one of the developers saw a bored businessman playing with his calculator, so the developer thought to combine the fun of gaming, but also with something useful, like a watch, and then... Light bulb moment, the Game & Watch was born. So this was before interchangeable cartridges, which is basically where, you know how on a Nintendo Switch, if you wanted, if you wanted to stop playing Mario Kart and you wanted to play like Minecraft, you just had to save and quit, take the game card out, and put another game card, and start playing Minecraft. But they didn't have that technology back then. So there were 60 different Game & Watches that they made, each with a different game on them. Yay. Uh, and the Game & Watch sold 43.4 million units. And then after the crash, which, you know, this is 1989, this is after the crash, uh, they didn't really make any handhelds during the crash, uh, but then this is the Game Boy, which was the best handheld console from 1980 to 1990, and the Game Boy had an LCD screen, which is a liquid crystal display screen, and it had amazing screen resolution, peak of its time, and it was a marvelous 160 by 144 pixels. Now that was sarcasm, because that's actually really bad. It's like going on a YouTube video and changing your video resolution from 720p60 to 144p. And you know how it gets all glitchy like that. But then again, that's resolution, not pixels. And you can play up to 30 hours on it, which is impressive, because on, like, the Nintendo Switch, you can only play, like, about, like, 7 hours on it. Uh, but they also made other variations, like the Game Boy Pocket, which was released in 1996, and the Game Boy Light and Color, released in 1998. I still think it's, like, unbelievable that Nintendo, it took Nintendo nine years to make the original Game Boy of color. 
Oh, but the Game Boy was also the first console to get over 100 million sales, so the Game Boys collectively, the light, pocket, color, and the original all sold 118.69 million sales. That's a lot. Oh, they also had A and B buttons, select and start buttons, and the D-pad. Nintendo also made two other consoles of the Game Boy genre, called Game Boy Advance and Game Boy Advance SP. The Game Boy Advance had two new shoulder buttons for handhelds, L and R, and I've actually been calling the arrow keys the deep. D-pad wrong, I've been calling the D-pad arrow keys, but actually it's called D-pad. So from now on, you will now see me referred to it as the D-pad. A and B buttons and select and start buttons. The Game Boy Advance also had com- backward compatibility with original Game Boy games and Game Boy Color games. Now for some people who don't know what backward compatibility is, it's basically where they can play multiple games at once. So they don't play just Game Boy Advance games. They also play original Game Boy games and Game Boy Color games. It's a tongue twister. The Game Boy Advance SP had the same buttons as the Game Boy Advance, except without L and R buttons. And it also had a flip screen and a built-in light, so you don't have to position your flip consoles in a weird way just to have light. Uh, the Game Boy Advance series, which is the Game Boy Advance and the SP, sold 81.54 million units. Wow. Uh, then Nintendo made a console that had a flip screen, which was called the Nintendo DS. And actually, DS stands for dual screens, so it kind of makes sense why it's called the Nintendo DS. And the dual screens are useful, because it offers you one screen so that you can interact with the stylus, or your fingers, uh, and another screen that you can just, like, look at and see what's, like, going on. Uh, it had a 256 by 192 pixel screen, it had backward compatibility with Game Boy Advance games, it had 4 megabytes of RAM, which is also memory, uh, it was released in North America on November 21st, 2004, and it sold 154.2 million units. Well, it also shared those sales with two other DS consoles called the DS Lite and the DSi. Sounds like a virus, kind of. The DS Lite also had backward compatibility with Game Boy Advance games. And it also had 4 megabytes of RAM, and some popular games on the DS Lite are Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass, New Super Mario Bros., and Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. The DSi was basically like the DS Lite, except with no backward compatibility with Game Boy Advance games, and it also had an online shop, so Nintendo Switch has the Nintendo eShop, well, the DSi had Nintendo DSiWare, which sounds even more like a virus. Then Nintendo released another flip console called the 3DS, which had a new 3D capability. Shocking. Uh, 
They also made an earlier version of Amiibo cards to go with it, except they used a 3D camera on the 3DS. Some good games for 3DS are Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D, Fire Emblem Awakening, Animal Crossing New Leaf, and Pokemon X and Y. The 3D functions were kind of bad, though, because they used this special thing called Stereoscopic 3D, which you had to look at at just the right angle to get the 3D effect, otherwise you would get a glare. So, that ended up making it only sell 75.95 million units. It also had 6 megabytes of video RAM, backward compatibility with DS, DS Lite, and DSi games, and a joystick to have a D-pad. But then Nintendo made three, no, two other consoles to make up for the 3D, for the Nintendo 3DS flop. And the reason I only say two consoles is because the first console, your first idea was to just remove the 3D effect entirely and to just make the console 2D. So they made the Nintendo 2DS, which needs no other explanation because if you've ever seen a picture of it, it is the most cursed console ever. So let's just move on. Uh, and then to the new Nintendo 3DS and its XL version. The new Nintendo 3DS version fixed what the Nintendo 3DS lacked, both in hardware and software, and not in sales, because for some reason the 3DS actually sold more than the new Nintendo 3DS. Uh, but anyways, they had online networks such as Miiverse, which is now discontinued, but it was a platform where you could send handwritten messages to people. They also had Flipnote Studio 3D, which is was an which is an animation platform because still in business. Spot Pass, also discontinued, which delivered content from the internet to the console, and Nintendo eShop, which is still here, which allows you to purchase online content such as new games. It had 10 megabytes of video RAM, and the XL version is basically a console, but larger. And they also did the same with the Nintendo 2DS, which... The new Nintendo 2DS, which looks much better than it originally did. And then, Nintendo made a similar console to Nintendo Switch. And if you said Nintendo Switch Lite, you are correct. The Switch Lite came in five different colors. Coral, yellow, teal, blue, and black. And unlike the Nintendo Switch, where it has detachable Joy-Cons, the Switch Lite has no de detachable Joy-Cons. So it's made for a wireless online multiplayer and more portable rather than, like, same console playing. This is also the first handheld console that had two joysticks instead of one. And that is the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed. This is the last episode of the Nintendo line, so... We are going to say goodbye to Nintendo and say hello to Sony in the next episode. Bye.